RNZ Business Editor Giles Beckford is next to me with us to tell us the latest business news. Kia ora, Giles. Unemployment may be on the rise. Kira to you, Charlotte. Yes, as we've been hearing in the news, a new survey of uh, households shows that employment confidence has turned pessimistic in the September quarter, falling to the lowest level in three years. People are worried about finding a job. Fewer of them are on offer and there's more competition that's being fueled by high migration levels. Westpac senior economist Darren Gibbs says perceptions about the job market are usually a good steer on unemployment. And that's expected to rise to more than 5% in the coming year from the current level of 3.6%. What we've seen in the past with this survey is that when you begin to see people perceiving jobs harder to get, that does tend to be a good lead indicator that the unemployment rate is beginning to rise. And of course, what we have seen over the last 12 to 15 months is a very gradual rise in the unemployment rate. And I guess what our survey is suggesting is that perhaps the rate of increase in the unemployment rate might pick up a little bit over the next six months or so. Darren Gibbs says despite the pessimism, only a small number of respondents view their jobs as less secure, which tracks with historical results from the survey. The modest rebound in the housing market seems to be supported by new numbers from the Reserve Bank. New mortgages rose more than 8% last month, with $5.8 billion worth of borrowing issued, issued, and that was the first rise in two years. And the amount loaned was higher than a year ago, as was the actual number of mortgages entered into. The lending figures, although coming off a low base, tally with various market reports of increasing sales and prices. The RBNZ says lending to all borrower types increased on the month and on the previous year. Well, owner-occupiers were the biggest borrowers, followed by first-home buyers and investors. Property research firm CoreLogic put some of the recovery down to the loosening of the loan-to-value ratios in June, but it expects any recovery in the housing market to be subdued. Transport software company E-Roads Capital Raising offer to retail investors was a bit of a flop, possibly because the offer was priced too low. Just under 27% of the shares offered to the investors was taken up, with the balance of the fully underwritten $50 million capital raising sold off in a book build to the underwriters. Shareholders Association Chief Executive Oliver Manda says the offer price raised questions about the company's confidence in itself. A significant issue was the level of discount the shares were priced at. So the share price prior to the entitlement offer being announced was $1.40. The shares were priced at $0.70. I think what that caused was investors to really question the confidence that they had in the company. After all, if the company was confident of its future, then why would Erode be offering shares at such large discounts to its prevailing market price? That's Oliver Amanda from the Shareholders Association. However, E-Roads also issued an a update on business this morning. It says its growth strategy has taken a big step forward with the signing of new blue-chip customers alongside some key customer renewals in New Zealand and Australia. A banking expert says the National Party's plan to scrap a law imposing licensing and codes of conduct on financial services seems to be unwise. The parties proposed repealing the Conduct of Financial Institutions Act, otherwise known as COFI, as part of a policy to eliminate red tape. 
of the Act arose from the Reserve Bank and Financial Markets Authority review in 2018 and 19, and that brought to light banks and insurance companies' behaviour and resulted in more than $150 million of refunds and court action. The result was a licensing system for financial services firms, a code of ethical conduct uh, treatment for uh, customers, transparency and good faith dealings. Well, the policies discussed in KPMG's latest banking report and its head of banking, John Kensington, believes scrapping the act is at odds with what's happening elsewhere in the world. The concept of Kofi um, is important. It's the way the world's moving and it's, it's, it's the way we should all act. And if you're a large, profitable, critical business, you have some social obligations. And and Kofi is really looking to uh, put into legislation some of those things around treating people fairly. Um, and I don't think anyone would disagree with the concept. Um, so to scrap it completely would be a strange move, I think. Well, the KPMG report also shows bank profits uh, recovering last quarter from the 18-month low they hit in March. The collective sector profit of the big banks was $1.74 billion, although bank margins were largely unchanged. Let's see how the financial markets are faring. 25 minutes past 12, I'm joined by Mark Haywood of Jardin Securities. Cura to you, Mark. Good afternoon, Giles. How are you? I'm well, and I'm possibly in better shape than the financial markets were looking from Wall Street overnight. I think you might be. Uh, the NZX50 currently down around 65 points, or 0.6%, to 11,277, uh, following in sympathy with what happened uh, globally with uh, US markets off around 1.5%. Um, there is some good news out there, though. Uh, Sinlay has bounced a little bit this morning, uh, up 1.5% to $1.30. Uh, Kathmandu up 1% uh, to $0.86. Cents, uh, and Freightways nudging higher, um, up 3 points to $8.64. Uh, on the uh, uh, losers today, uh, Fonterra, of course, it's gone ex-dividend. They paid a big $0.40 cent dividend. So that's off uh, around uh, 9% today to $3.18, uh, but that's, that's justifiable. Uh, Meridian uh, currently off 2.2% to $5.13, um, and ANZ uh, slipping 1.5% uh, at the moment to $26.61. Australia still dragging the chain on daylight savings, so how's the New Zealand dollar faring? Uh, not so much uh, going on in currencies at the moment. Uh, pretty stable overnight. Kiwi US currently 59.45. Uh, Kiwi Aussie around 93 cents. Kiwi Euro uh, 56.25. Kiwi Sterling uh, 0.4890. Kiwi Yen 88.60. And Kiwi Renminbi uh, 4.34. What's it looking like with interest rates, oil and gold? Uh, the New Zealand's 10-year bond continues to nudge higher, um, continuing its recent trend. We're up now at 5.24%, which is you know, roughly the highest level we've seen there in 10 years. Um, not so flash at the petrol pump either with oil 94.07. That's the Brent crude oil future, up another 0.8% overnight. Gold pretty steady around $1,900 an ounce. 
Thank you very much. That's Mark Hayward from Jardin Securities. Time to tell you that finance company Geneva says its Quest insurance subsidiary is being investigated by the Reserve Bank for possible breaches of the act that covers the industry. In a filing to the exchange, Geneva says the RBNZ is looking at Quest's apparent failures to establish a statutory fund as required and maintain the minimum solvency margin that's required in its insurance licence. Quest uh, self-confessed these issues to the RBNZ, which relate to 2021 and 2022, but it does say that at all times uh, there were sufficient funds to cover any claims made on it.